Hi everyone and welcome back to the, we're doing a hybrid podcast today, aren't we? Yes, Yeah. And three wise women. Yeah, oh. we're doing a duo podcast, hybrid, hybrid version. Um, today I am with the V-Dog. Victoria. Oh yeah. She Hello. Is, what are we doing today? Well, we've got a very, very exciting podcast today, everybody, because Anna Moon slash Moondog is in the hot seat. Yeah. So, <laughs> we've got lots of questions. We've got some questions that I have put together myself that I would love to know about Anna. But we've also got some questions from our incredible online oh people asked yeah yeah yeah. we've had some great questions through that are burning questions that people want to know so i see i see that yeah i see that in the chat last night and i thought nah no one had asked no 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 no. they were straight in i was like oh now here we go (laughs) (laughs) love it right girl are you ready i'm ready i'm born ready i've got my monster my personality in a can have a sip, you're going to need it. Like, <laughs> too much, I think, already. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Every morning, it's like my acquired personality, but then it's like, gives me anxiety. <laughs> Just tips you over the edge slightly. Yeah, I quite like it. <laughs> we love it. All right, so the first thing I wanted to start with was, I want you to describe yourself in three words. So I've written down three words I would you in and I wanted to see if you would say the same about how other people would see you that's very interesting that is very interesting how could I just describe myself don't overthink it Anna love to do um I'm gonna say that I probably think like the the biggest the most obvious trait about me is that I'm very driven I think is that describing my personality yeah, that's yeah. yeah, I think that's probably it because it's almost like an obsessive disorder um, that I am addicted to is being driven and yeah. doing more and not quitting on anything. Um, mm-hmm. I think, um, oh God, it's so hard, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's like the Yeah, I think I know that people think, I think very differently, I think of myself to how other people... This is why I wanted to ask you it because I was just... Yeah. About oh god, this is so hard. Ooh, honey, you're in the hot seat. I'm in a hot seat. I can't <laughs> think. Oh my god, my brain has just gone dead because I feel like I'm I think I am. <laughs> I can't put my finger on it. The the one thing coming to my head is emotional. I really want to put. <laughs> Emotional. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I, I'm quite an emotional. I am an emotional person. Emotional. I'm gonna need one more from you, Moon Dog. Prove it. Okay. Um, I am. I feel like. Oh my god! I don't even know. You got five. Shit! This is the worst broadcast ever, isn't it? Three. Two, one, first word that pops in your head, go. God, God. <laughs> All right. I can't, oh my God, I can't. Think. No, right. Driven, a little bit emotional. I think very caring. I think that's oh. probably one of my biggest traits is I, I probably care too much. <laughs> okay. That's, that's it. Really, Sorry, guys. That took fucking ages. No, I'm really glad that you said those things, actually. And uh, yeah, I, I do agree. And they were all words that popped up in mine as well when I was thinking about it. But, Slightly, slightly 
similar but different for me. I said courageous was the first thing that popped in my head. Nice. Never scared of taking a risk. And that's something that I find so admiring about you. Yeah, that do you know what I do agree on that one. I, I'm a I, I get a thrill now off of yeah. ever since I took my first risk. Now I'm addicted to taking risks. Yeah. And yeah. I think that not many people have that sort of quality in them. A yeah. lot of people are so scared of, oh, but what if? What if? But you don't, you just go for it. You put your absolute everything into it. I think that is the most insane quality ever. Thank you. You're welcome. This and is a lovely <laughs> podcast. <laughs> The second thing, you haven't seen other questions yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> the second thing I said was passionate because I've never met someone that just commits to and puts their heart and their soul into everything that they do, whether that's for your own goals, whether that's for helping me, Jess, or your clients. And I think that that is incredible. Oh, this is the best morning ever. Thank you. And then the final one was loyal <laughs> because you're just always there. You always show up. Even on a day when you are having a tough time, you just show up. And even when I'm having a shit day, even though you're having a shit day, you're still there for me. And I think that's brilliant. That just shows how strong you are. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it brings me to flashbacks of when, I, yeah, like I think that's, but I think part of me thinks it's, it's almost like I think in our duty of being a coach is that, you know, it doesn't matter and that's one thing I think people don't see about us is that it doesn't matter what day we're having, people forget we we turn up every single day for everybody. And and that's just the, the commitment that you make to have the responsibility of looking after other people, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think that that's what's so admiring about you because, you know, we all have freaking shit days, but... Oh, yeah. Golly never... gosh. <laughs> Golly gosh. You're like, if you've met Anna... <laughs> But no, but I think that's because I obviously like you're my, my one of my best friends as well. Like I, I know you, and I, and I think that 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 just sums you up. Like the fact that I know when you're having a tough day, and you, you're still there, you're still grafting, you're still showing up and doing doing your bit. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Right, that was a very long introduction. So yeah, now sorry guys. Main <laughs> uh, bulk of the question, and I'm going to start with a nice one today. Yeah, go on then. So, Anna Moon. Um, what is your favourite part about owning Train with Anna? What is my favourite part about owning Train with Anna? Do you know what this one's really hit me in the last the last couple of weeks? I think it was well like the, the my favourite part is the fact that we you know it hit me when we did the uh, shoot call with the girls uh, for our next photo shoot and I jumped on the call and a couple of the girls they just run the call and I was like wow and it really came to me that you know. In a nice way, I am no longer the inspiration that that I, I, you know, I no longer almost like need to be that person that people look up to because there are so many people now in the community yeah. that are that inspiration to those women, you know, because they're going through that journey now. And I am most proud of the fact that we have created that yeah. somehow. Like, and it, it, it's crazy because it doesn't feel like, you know, when people say about what we've got, we're like, yeah, but, you know, it just feels normal because it, it, it's just sort of compounded itself, hasn't it? With, you know, just us chipping in different things constantly. So, yeah, I think the fact is that, like, you know, you, we go in the group chat and you've got 100 messages of someone putting something in there about themselves and everybody's just, you know, they're just inspiring each, like the girls are just inspiring each other. Like, 
you know, I, I, we don't have to think, sit down and be like, oh, what can we do to, you know, inspire the girls? Like they, they do it to themselves. I think yeah, they inspire me more than anything. They inspire me. Yeah. I'm like, wow. these lot are actually crazy. I need to get out and do a run. Yeah. I need to start my game. God. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's so incredible to see that. It's almost like the, you know, that community is self sufficient and, and they're just so self supported. Like, you know, I just love it. Like it, it's yeah. such, it's such a great feeling. So I'm so proud of that. And I, I love it. You know, I think we've got something that, yeah I'm, special, I'm gonna stop talking now because i'm a rambler so no, get to the next question. <laughs> what is the thing you're most proud of yourself for that isn't to do with train with anna oh okay um isn't to do with train with anna the most thing i'm most proud of do you know what i probably would say um the the non-fear thing i think that i've been personal I've been in a, a couple of uh, like longer relationships and they've not served me and it's put me in a position where I've had to you know leave and that's whether that's moving countries again on my own or um you know letting go of a house friends you know a whole life that's set out for me I, I've almost done it twice and yeah. I've not not been fearful to do that and every time I've left a situation because it hasn't served me or haven't been happy like genuinely um, I've grown like 10 ton, you know, and it's crazy because it's been all the, all the time, all this happened is when I've been growing train of Anna, but, um, yeah, that, that's the thing that I'm most proud of. And I think doing stuff like that has given me more to, like determination to do shit when I'm scared. Cause I know the outcome result is so positive. I think that goes back to why I called you courageous as well, because I've obviously like seen you overcome all these things and, you know, you've told me your stories and I'm just like, I don't think a lot of people could do that. I don't think a lot of people would be willing to take that sort of jump and that sort of risk. And yeah, it, yeah, it was. I, do you know what? And even at the time, like I didn't really see what I was doing. But I think, like, I, I was only thinking the other day, like, if if I hadn't have gone, if I hadn't have left that first person, you know, I, I would have been married and it probably in a relationship that maybe pretty unhappy and and that person would have held me back you know yeah. that person didn't want me to start train of Anna. you know they thought it was a negative and I decided to choose train of Anna and becoming a personal trainer and looking after people over being unhappy in that relationship so yeah that was that was definitely the best move I ever made <laughs> Amazing. okay question number three Ooh. if you could relive one moment what moment would that be and why god that's lovely, isn't it? I'm not very good at thinking on the spot, so this is why it's a bit hard. <laughs> I think it's just thinking about a moment that you've just felt, like, I don't know, like truly happy. And it, I don't know, like that you felt incredible in. You know what? Like, oh, sorry that it keeps going back to train runner, but it's made such a substantial mark on my life that yeah. I think that after our... Um, first first ever group photo shoot I remember it was when I was just before I was going to Dubai it was only last year but um I just remember driving home and my cheeks were on fire and aching because I don't think that I don't think either of us were prepared for how how incredible that that first photo shoot was going to be to be like because I didn't I was in almost like a state of shock with joy yeah. And I remember my cheeks hurting all the way home. And then I tried to film myself talking and I just couldn't <laughs> stop smiling like this. I don't remember, I just felt, I felt like euphoric. That's probably the word. Like, like it's almost like I felt like you looked on your wedding day. 
and I just like but no you know when you look at someone they are filled with like pure passionate joy like that's yeah that's how I felt like and that you know I think I get to relive that you know in a piece in every shoot that we do but that I think that first one was like you know seeing the girls like crying with joy at themselves I was like what the hell have we done (laughs) oh yeah I think it was the same for me when we did that first shoot as well because I you know I've never done anything like it either I I remember waking up the Monday after and I literally felt hungover because I'd yeah much adrenaline and yeah whole weekend oh my god yes so much like that I literally was the same I was trying to do my check-ins on the Monday and I was thinking I feel like I've had 10 bottles of wine like <laughs> I felt hung over with you know like the adrenaline and yeah the, the mental exhaustion from being so like oh and, and every time we do the shoots now I know that I need a couple of days to process yeah yeah the the check-ins that they after are are, are hard only because I'm full of so much like emotional hangover (laughs) yeah no same same but we're ready for it we've got another one coming up soon actually haven't we (laughs) okay next question this is a nice one actually I'm I'm really interested about this one so um is there any books or podcasts that you have read or listened to recently that has really changed your perspective of things this year or you found completely mind-blowing? Do you know what? One of the best the best audiobooks that I listened to was the James Smith, Not Another Life Coach. It was when, it was a while ago, it was when we was in lockdown. There's a, there's a couple that I think have really helped me, but um, that one, I, I didn't expect it to be good, but it almost related to me so much as becoming a coach. That's when I took the risk to go online and when you do that it's scary because you have nothing um you know and it, it just reaffirmed to me that it was okay to not you know I'd I'd left my long-term relationship I'd sold my house I had a mortgage on you know and it reaffirmed to me that I didn't need to have a mortgage I didn't need to be with anyone I didn't need anything set in stone and it was okay to be renting an apartment and things like that and you know actually that was another form of living you know like the, it wasn't I just broke free of the community that I was in that were quite stuck in the way of you need to get married you need to have kids you need to have a house you know mm-hmm. all of those things are living and you know I broke free of I broke free into a different world where freedom is a thing you know and those things are not essential and um yeah that was scary because I, I feel like through your teenage years you start dreaming of having that you know that unit don't you that life that lifestyle and that book it, it almost like James was quite he's quite a free soul isn't he um yeah. And yeah, it, it re- reaffirmed to me that actually what I was like in that moment, it, it touched me. Um, yeah. And another one um, that I, I thought was really good. Um, there's a book called Who Moved My Cheese? And oh, it's, okay. yeah, it's really, it's a sh- like, it's a short story. Um, yeah. And that one's incredible. It's, it's really about the change of move and not I, um, what's the, the chimp paradox? You, I remember you reading that one. Yeah, I'm a bit more of a book, I'm a more more of a bookworm than a podcast girl. But those those three, yeah, they they really have changed uh-huh. my perception about um, emotions. That the chimp paradox is one of the biggest things that helped me understand a lot of emotions about our clients as well. I've got that one at home. Actually, I have to give it a read. It's really good, and it's broken down nice and simply so that it's it's like it's almost like easy to read if you're not a good reader. <laughs> I need that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> this is quite good actually because it kind of rolls into this next question um okay so I've tried to, a client message us this and I've been trying to figure out the best way to put this into a question but 
What advice would you give to someone else who's starting a new business and wants to build a new client base? Especially at the start though, when, hang on, I'm trying to think about the best way to word this. When you're dealing with high anxiety and anxious feelings and feeling scared, how do you overcome that and take that step step forward when your business really is depending on it, especially at the start? Yeah, so that's, that's the hardest one because when if I take myself back to that or even now in that people try to sell out of uh, desperation so when you first start a business you're panicking and people can sense your vibe you know so the times when we are busiest as a company are the times when we don't push so we're not you know we're looking you know we're, we're taking people on but we're not you know, like every day, fill out the link for my application form, you know, like putting out scarcity and, you know, like things like that. And, and when, when you, when you, when you feel that desperation in the nicest way of putting desperation, but when you feel so overly keen to build and grow, you won't grow. You know, my biggest advice is that it's hard, but the moment you step back and just enjoy where you are now and accept that it will come when it's ready, that's when it grows. And that's when it goes best because people, you don't realize that you subconsciously give out a vibe and people pull onto that, like, aura. I guess what it is. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the biggest thing that I did was actually created my, you know, create my, put myself in a position to be in a network of people that were maybe looking to do the same thing. So it depends what, obviously what business it is when it comes to online coaching it, it's it, it, there is a bit of a network there and I just put myself in that position one it did cause issues of comparison but it also helped me understand that I wasn't alone in in building that business if that makes sense but just I think having a mentor or someone that understands and wants to support you then like that's that's so valuable so valuable because yeah the anxiety the, the worry the panic is it's unbelievable yeah but the minute I just rode the wave and I was like you know what where I am right now it it is what it is and it will be what it will be is when it started to grow um and don't don't second guess yourself on the fact that you have to put every minute and every hour into that business and it's hard like thank you a lot to have to fucking hell and get that support (laughs) um yes yeah one because I, I put myself in a group and and I'm I'm I was quite big at comparison and I do I worry about yeah, I, I spent a lot of the time worrying about what other people thought or, you know, am I failing? Am I good enough? Are, are people going to want to work with me? And it was like, I was working every hour under the sun. Like, I cannot tell you, I just did not stop. I didn't stop for like a year and a half. I just didn't, I sacrificed and gave up so much and like relationships, friends, everything in order to build that. And I had to go through times when nothing was working and I just didn't stop I just never ever ever gave up so if that's your business like just because it doesn't work one two three four ten twenty times like when you quit it's over if you don't quit then it will never it will never quit you know so 100% I love that I don't know if that actually helped the question but no that did (laughs) it really did I think that the person that asked that will really appreciate that answer yeah and if they want to talk to me then they can (laughs) there you go that's the online client if you'd like to talk to her about it She's there. Lovely. Um, all right, this is a nice one. If you could give 16-year-old Anna Moon one piece of advice, what would you give her? Oh, uh, 100%. Don't worry about what other people think of you because I got bullied so much at school. 
and I didn't really realize how much it would affect me because it made me feel like I wasn't good enough you know like I was bullied by girls and it was really weird because I then spent most of my teenage life and even now like I have a lot of good girlfriends but I've always just had a preference of hanging out with guys because I I didn't but I didn't realize until I started to look back into this stuff of that's why is because I was fearful of what girls would think of me so it would definitely be like I left school with no no grades I was like E, D, fail, fail, E, like it was really bad. And I felt like I was never going to get anywhere. And I think that's what you're made to believe. So 16 year old Anna, you know, like you are good enough and you're going to fucking smash it more than probably all those people that got their A's and B's. (laughs) So don't fucking worry about it. (laughs) God bless your 16 year old Anna. She was was in a right little pickle, that one. (laughs) Well, she turned out all right, didn't she? Mm. (laughs) <laughs> she's doing oh, yeah. all right now she fucking okay. is yeah <laughs> 16 year old Anna would be blimmin proud of you thank you <laughs> um, all right another one this is a business one lovely what's one of your favorite moments actually we kind of had this one but we'll go again what is one of your favorite moments you've had since starting your business ah oh, it's so difficult because there's so many it, rather than it being it's never like a big compounded moment like I think probably the shoot is one of the big compounded moments but it's it generally comes from like the little moments doesn't it of of people I know that's not very particular but of just when you get those those little bomb messages yeah and then and and people just saying like you know I felt I felt incredible I feel happy and you know like even like yesterday I had a, a you know one of my clients she was like I've done it you know I've reached I've reached that point that I've always wanted to reach and it's just like those little waves of like oh my god you actually helped someone reach a point where they're like I've done it like it's it's just it probably more those little pinpointed moments I think other than obviously because I already mentioned the big moment like yeah they just give you like little waves of gratitude don't they I love it because sometimes I'll get a voice note from you and I never know what it's going to be and yeah same with you I'm like oh god where are we going what's this going to be and when it's the voice note and I and you can just hear this passion in your voice and you're just like I just wanted to say like how blimmin like proud I'm and how amazing this is and like those like little moments where you just get that like wave of like happiness you're just like oh do you know what because I was at Simon's uh, they did like their first like UK photo shoot this weekend just gone and I I was obviously just sitting back and observing and I was like oh it's it's so nice to see them like to like getting into that UK photo shoot and it just gave me this wave of gratitude and almost like because we started ours a long time ago like where we are as a company and, and where we as a pair are as well like we I think like in case people don't know, like Victoria was a trainer of Anna client and she, she, I coached her and I was like, I've never met a woman like this. Like I was like, she is just, you know, Victoria was like, obviously we got her to a great place. Like she, she was leaving, leaving the business cause she was happy. And, and she was like, Oh, I've done you a testimonial. I was like, who just does a testimonial off the back of nothing. And I was like, I need this woman in my life. And, and that's when we sort of like collaborated. So we've, I feel like we've grown as friends and business partners since then haven't we but I've always noted Victoria on Saturday didn't I because I just got this wave of gratitude and I was like I feel so blessed to have what we have like I feel like we're in a relationship but 
are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're married. I feel, yeah, I feel so blessed to be able to have what we have because it is so special. Like, I know people bang on about their groups and their community, but I'm like, I don't think you understand how good ours is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I might be opinionated because it's ours, but I've never seen anything like it, you know, like the, the genuine community and the yeah. friendships that are formed with the other girls and, and things like it's really special like two of our clients like they've just met up and had lunch together the other yeah day. they all do it all the time I'm like, are these little pickles together where are we <laughs> yeah and it's we did but the photo, photo shoot uh, i was having a right disaster sorting out the days because we have we have two days worth of, of shoots because we can't fit everyone in one day and uh there was like six people that were like oh can we can we be together and i was like well, I feel like I'm at school, but it's amazing. And I was like really struggling <laughs> to get all these people together in the same day. But that's because they they inspire each other and they, they've become yeah. friends. And I'm just like... Really lovely. Isn't it? Yeah, it's just mad. It's just crazy. Okay. What is the scariest thing you've ever done? The scariest thing I've ever done? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Do you know what? Most people would expect me to say the skydive, but I was actually really excited for that one. I thought you were just, I would think I was more scared for you. Yeah. My heart nearly fell out my ass for you when you told me you were doing it. <laughs> I loved it. I actually, I know I was hoping that you would come because you come over like two days after, didn't you? Absolutely Dubai. not. Yeah, see, that really shocks me about you because I feel like you, you're you like, you are Mrs. Laidback for sure. Yeah, and I'm absolutely not jumping out of a plane. That yeah. is not doing it. That surprises me. me about you so much because <laughs> I actually I genuinely was excited. I asked Simon if he wanted to do it. It was my idea. I've gone all goosebumpy just thinking about it. Yeah. So the scariest <laughs> thing that I have actually ever done, I'm not going to lie, and it traumatises me to the day, I um, did one of those snorkelling things underwater. Like deep sea one? I was h- horrified, like traumatised for days. Yeah, like you you Ooh, go... Tranquil when, So, no, you wear a big fucking helmet on your head. Oh. You go... Okay. You walk along the sea the seabed floor and I didn't want to do it. I was with one of my exes and I'm claustrophobic and I don't like going underwater. But anyway, I was like, right, I'll give it a go. And I walked under the thing and it's got like a little tube that puts like air in it. And I like, and if you, it's like literally like a helmet. And if you, if you tip, the water comes in. Yeah, so I stood on the seabed floor, foot slipped, my head flung back and the water was like bubbling in but I couldn't see anything because it was like bubbles in my mouth. oh my goodness and I couldn't stand up and the water was coming in and it was going in my mouth and then all of a sudden the man just grabs me pulled me back up and then the water started to come out I was just like panicking so I couldn't see anything yeah. and I was underwater and the, the the helmet you can't lift it off because like the pressure underwater, so I couldn't get out of it either. Oh my gosh, that is terrifying. Oh, it was horrific. It was horrific. And I, did, I couldn't remember what the signal was to go up, so I was fucking Don't cutting, that cutting shapes in this man's, and I was grabbing his arm, like, <laughs> let me out. And I got out, and they got me out, and I was just, like, hysteric. And he was like, this 90-year-old woman, she can do it. Why can you not do it? And I was like, <laughs> this is not what I need right now. <laughs> piss off. I was like, no. And he was like, you don't want to try again? I was like, no, fucking don't. I was like, get me yeah, out of here now. Yeah, let's go again. Yeah, my ex like, you wait there, then I'm going in. And I was like, mate, it was that was the scariest thing I've ever done. Okay. I know, it's probably not even scary, but it was. Uh, that would petrify me. Deep sea water, like mate, water. and there was big there was big stingrays like flying over my head. And that's <laughs> that's what made me like slip back. So I was like, whoa. And oh then I just fell. 
Oh, it's horrible. Are you really horrible. deep? Huh? Are you deep? Yeah, because you have to climb downstairs to go. But the helmet's heavy. So you as you, you you're you you're in the water and then they put the helmet on and then you carry on going down the stairs because it makes the helmet like weightless. Yeah, yeah. But you oh. couldn't take it off. Like it was yeah, it was hell. Horrible. 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 Next question. I think as well, because you can hear that. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope, nope. That's a strong note from me. Have you ever watched that documentary? What's it called? Um oh. David Attenborough. What? David Attenborough. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I thought because I watched one the other day where they had one of those. It's like a pod, and they went down into the deep oh. dark sea. No, it's about um like deep sea like uh marine divers who have to work on mines underground. Oh, and have you seen? And they live in pods. What is it called? Oh my god, I will have to find oh, it. That sounds horrific. I don't know why you'd ever choose to do that. It's so scary. Anyway, I'm digressing. Um, okay, right. If you were stuck on a desert island and nice. you're only allowed to take three things, what are they going to be and why? Oh, chocolate. Right, why? Because I fucking love it. All right, what chocolate? Specifics. <sighs> munchies. Munchies? I fucking love a munchie. Are you kidding me? Ah. Over a curly whirly? Oh, I do like a cut. Yeah, see, like I, couldn't, I don't think I could pick one. I feel like chocolate would be unlimited and whatever I wanted. My mum's got these banging giant chocolate mint buttons in the fridge at the minute. Actually, they're good. Um, what else would I take? Yeah. I would take um I would take some music. All right. Because you, I feel like you could have a good time. You could have a good time. <laughs> chocolate and music. Nice. I like it. Essential items on a desert island. <laughs> <laughs> You're dying, FYI. <laughs> no, because I think what a great time I would have. Like, it doesn't really matter because I'd be pissed. I'd be able to eat chocolate when I'm pissed, and that's a great combo. And then I'll have some music just starts it all off. There you go. Smash. Yeah. What would you say then? <laughs> you look shocked at my answers. <laughs> You're like, I would take a knife for 10 a Flint. <laughs> a flint. A flint, a boat, and a plane. <laughs> oh, yeah, to get off the island. I didn't think and a pilot. <laughs> Yeah, what would you actually take in a serious oh, note? I would take... I would take... It's hard, uh, isn't it? <laughs> is it like, am I taking, like, survival things? or nah, just whatever you want. Just, like, things that, like, I love. Because, no, you're, you're on a desert island, but no one said that you, you've not got a hotel or nothing, have they? <laughs> Valid point. This is Barbados. Very, could be in Barbados, yes. <laughs> I should have been more specific with my question. No, so if you're stuck on an island for a month... Right. What, what would you like? So you got to get yourself, I'm thinking more, I'm like, I could, I'd survive like weight-wise if I just had chocolate, wouldn't I? So I'm thinking about how would I just get through that month like mentally? And I thought a shitload of Prosecco, yeah. loads of chocolate and a bit of tunes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I think I'd probably take a lot of water. Yeah, water. you went for the hydration, I went for the dehydration. I went for the, had the hydration, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I would probably take because um, mm, oh. I freaking hate bugs. Oh, I'm not sleeping out in the open, and I, I'm not sleeping on a on a. I'd just be pissed on the beach. Huh? You'll be, be pissed on the beach. I'll be in a little tent with, with the fire of, outside with, of it. with loads of melted chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I take I take you. 
Oh, you've got the chocolate. <laughs> I've got the chocolate and prosecco. <laughs> so I don't think I can survive a week without prosecco. So absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Where are three places you want to visit before you die? That oh, you haven't really been to. Love it. Okay. Cool. Um, I would love to go. I really, really want to go to Australia. Really badly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. No, never been, never been to Australia. No, so I would love to go there. Um, I would love to go to Africa. I would love, yeah. I would love to see like a real life elephant like on safari. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, I think I would like to go for a koala in Australia. I'm going for all the animals, aren't I? Oh, I love that though. And I really, really, really want to go see Amalfi Coast. <gasps> oh my god, it's so beautiful. You'd love it so much. You've been. Yeah, oh. we went to um, Sorrento and then we got the, tr- the fast train up to Rome. It was the best holiday, like, honestly. Sorrento is at the Amalfi Coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know two people who just got married there. Oh, my God. Oh, what a lovely place to get married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to go. I think Italy is, like, a really big one on my hit list at the minute. Like, I really, really want to go. I'm surprising Julie with a holiday in August. Don't let her listen to the podcast. I know. Oh, yeah. She doesn't listen to them. It's okay. Right, Breaks my heart. Oh, I, know, I know. She does love me, though. It's fine. Oh, where are you going to take her? Um, Somewhere in Italy. I can't remember what the name of it is. To- uh, to- is it? No, I can't remember what the name is. Oh, that is so lovely. She's mentioned it a couple of times, so I'm just going to... I'm pretending that we're not going to go and then I'm going to surprise her. <laughs> that is lovely. Nice. <laughs> love it. Um, what are three things you would like to do before you die? Oh, three things I would like to do before I die. I've actually got, do you know what I've got? I've got a 30, a 30 before 30. Have you? I haven't realised you have one of them. Yeah, I haven't really done much of it. I need to do it. I, I haven't, Um, I guess like, yeah, there's quite a few things on there. What are interesting things? That's three good ones. One of them was eat a Pop-Tart, but I did that the night of your wedding. Pop-Tart. You never eat a pop tart. I never eat a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you didn't be a lot, a lot of calories for a lot of nothing. It's a bit like cardboard. Yeah, not no vibes. So I really want to, um, I really want to ride a hot air balloon. Oh, that's nice. It's not very exciting, but lovely. Where? Um, do you know what? I, I was thinking. I think I would actually like to do it in England because I feel like it's so beautiful. But. Yeah. Or, you know, I really, this is really adventure stuff. I really want to ride in a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. That'd be oh, sick. Oh, wow. That would be pretty, pretty. I'll give you three basic things, though, because I think the 30 list before 30 is like lesser. I was trying to think of like less adventurous stuff. And one of them is I've never built a sandcastle. What? I know. Oh, my goodness. Right. So, I know. Me and Simon are going to Ibiza in uh, August. So I think I'm going to try and build a sandcastle. You need to make it the most epic sandcastle. Yeah. With like a I want to most- commit. I want to commit like a full yeah. day to it. It's a bridge. It's going to be my little flags to put in it. Is there a technique? Is it a bit to sand and water? So, yeah. So you need to have the right texture of sand. So not too dry, not too wet. Like just a little bit, a little bit moist. You need to do a little bit of digging. Yeah, right. Yeah shit out of the way yeah. and then the good stuff's underneath got you okay That's... lovely all right, right. One, one more that is my other what other one have i got on here um i have got on here i really want to eat breakfast in bed you've never eaten breakfast in bed breakfast in bed 
We've eaten a cinnamon bun in bread in bed. That was going to bed though, wasn't it? That was good. <laughs> in bed. We were sat on the bed. That's what I think, by the way. I felt very sick. Yeah, we overdid it on the cinnamon. We were in a bad place then, actually, weren't we? Overexcited. We did. We ate a cinnamon bun. We had such a big dinner, didn't we? And cocktails and popcorn. Honestly, animals. We were leaving Dubai and we were like, we need to eat this cinnamon bun. It's like a thousand calories, wasn't it? (laughs) We're like, we will commit. And I was like, I feel sick. And she was like, eat it. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) literally, like, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Yeah, so I think actually for me, like there's big things I want to do, but I feel like it's making the most of those little simple little things. things so much. Yeah, like, I've got like learn to swim and watch a, watch a sunrise. <laughs> I've always watched a sunset, but not sunrise. I can only do the paddle, the the, the breaststroke. Yeah, I want to be able to do that because I've got Don't a big fear of water. So Ooh, we'll have to get you some goggles. Lovely. Yeah, more than that. I promise. Promise. <laughs> Two more. Um, I'm enjoying myself. Oh, okay. This this is a very selfish question. Um, <laughs> what is one of your favourite moments that we have shared together? Oh, I love that. Okay, one of our favourite moments that we've shared together. Oh, it's so challenging, isn't it? Because I feel like I keep going there back. Many. To yeah, there are so many. I'm just having a really good think. Okay. Maybe ask me the next one, then I can think about that one. Is train with Anna everything you hoped it would be? Oh, so much more. Oh, so much more. Do you know what? It's so funny when I when I when I started with the um with with my, I started with it. I I worked with a business coach for a bit. Um, and it it was so funny because like when you I think when you first start becoming an online coach, like people go to people become an online coach like genuinely like let's be honest most people do it for the fact that you have like work you have more work freedom or like you can travel that's what probably buys people into being a coach is that you know they like the idea of helping people but you don't really understand in the concept of how you're going to to change someone's life do you know I mean like I think being a PT like you you obviously do get that but I don't know about you but you like you have had some incredible life changes with personal training but do you find that you notice that you make such a higher impact with the online coaching oh 100% because with a PT like you're only seeing them once a week our online clients we message like they can speak to us whenever they like they can message us every day like you yeah. just have that constant interaction with them and you can catch them in the moment rather than with a PT you're just seeing them once a week and you you know trying to get a rundown of their week and then you try to get a session in as well it's just it's, it, it you know it depends what someone's wanting isn't it really but it's not enough no and, and you don't like I think that's that's the best thing about this is that I didn't realize where it would go you know I think people always say to me like what's your what's your goal with training around like what what is it that you want out of this and I'm like I ever got more out of this than I ever thought I could have. And I think that's why, like, especially for us recently, isn't it? We've hit a realisation that, you know, actually we're in a place that we're, we're so happy with. Like, we, we've both got, you know, an amount of clients that is incredible for us. You know, we enjoy it. We've got Jess that's coming to the team and, you know, she's loving it. And, and what I think watching her start that journey that we started is so incredible because she, she sent me a message. She was like on like Friday night at like nine o'clock. She was like, look what someone just said to me. Like, and it's like, she's now starting to have that, um, like, you know, she works with me closely anyway, but she's starting to have that 
effect of like where she's she's really starting to see the, the positive impact that she's having on someone's life and it's like really rewarding yeah and I it's it's more than I ever expected because I think also like Train of Anna has given all three of us an opportunity to almost like live a life that we never thought we could you know like it's Um, I just feel like you feel like you've got a purpose don't you yeah 100% because it's like people are you know like relying on you and when people say like thank you so much for like the sub like I had loads I had quite a few nice messages like lovely messages yesterday of just like thank you so much for always being there, always supporting me, always helping me. And I'm like, no bloody problem. Like, it's just, you're like yeah, no drama at all. Like, because it just doing that for someone and just being there for someone. Like, people just don't realise how much we are there for people with coaching today. Like, so it's like, yeah, just, just having that is, um, mm. yeah, it's, it's so incredible. I love it so much. Okay. Have you thought of our moment? Do you know what? I think, our favorite is it a train of Anna moment or just a moment together just me and you do you know what (laughs) my favorite moment today is actually at your wedding watching watching you get married and then seeing you look look, catch eye contact with me and you just like you had this like I can't explain to anyone I've never seen anyone get married I'm not saying that anyone else isn't as happy but I've I've been to a lot of weddings and I've never seen like the euphoria in someone's face like you and Ben walking up to the aisle together it's like someone was like someone had like tortured you and pulled you apart for weeks and, then <laughs> just and you were just like you were, I've never seen anyone so happy it just like it's a testament to show how like love you two are and it, it was just like when I locked eyes with you as well, like to see how happy you were to see me there, like it was just so lovely. Like I think so special having you there. I'm oh, so- it, was, it was so it was so incredible. Like it was. I said to Simon, I was like, that is fucking gold. Like, and that's something that you can't fake. Like that is something that just genuinely is there. And it was just yeah, it was just it was so nice to be there and share that moment with you. Like I was just I was proud uh-huh. of you. I don't know why I was proud of you, but it was just so lovely. Oh, no, it's nice. I think because you've just you've seen me and Ben's relationship growing as well because I talked to you about everything. <laughs> yeah, and it, it it was just yeah, it was, it was just so great to see you. Yeah. I think apart from that though, like a train of animal moment would be seeing you on our second photo shoot when because our first photo shoot was they were my clients weren't they because you yeah. were newer. And then the second photo shoot when you realised how good that would feel when it was your client standing there and you had like the little tears in your eyes and you were like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was lovely. It was a very proud moment. I'm so excited for the next one. Me too. It's just such yeah. a good feeling, isn't it? Like, yeah. Bloody lovely. Oh, very nice. Right. We got a quick fire round to finish. Are you lovely. ready? I'm ready. Quick fire with Anna Moon. What's All right. I've got to pick. Ready? Breakfast or dinner? Oh, breakfast. Gym or running? Running. Porridge or pancakes? Oh, porridge. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Dubai or England? Dubai. <laughs> pub grub or fine dining? Oh, pub grub, baby. Yeah, my girl. Festival or beach holiday? Oh, a festival. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. <laughs> or deadlifts. Deadlifts. Push-ups or pull-ups? Pull-ups. Music or podcasts? Music. Roller coaster or water slide? Or water slide. Yes. Yeah. Final question to finish. If you could own your final meal, what's it called? A death row dinner. What's it going to be? Start a main dessert. Oh, so 
easy starter an arancini ball bloody oh, love those it. i need the goods i need the detail is it an arancini ball or maybe you're thinking of like a mac and cheese ball no. Well the, well, the arancini is the rice. Like ah, the no, mac and cheese. Mac and cheesy ball. Yeah, <laughs> mac and cheese ball, I think, would be it, because I love them, with a nice bit of sweet chilli dip. Well, for a point of reference, she's got the chef kiss hand when she's doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and then my main, easy, fillet steak, rare, triple cooked beef dripping chips. Right, yeah. Pepper sauce, pudding would have to be sticky toffee pudding with cold custard. Give her a round of applause, everybody. I haven't thought about this in advance, obviously. You've you've had that one before, haven't you? She's ready. She's prepped for that one. (laughs) Do you not remember we asked the girls in the chat and it was the most answered We went wild, didn't it? (laughs) We've never had such an answered question in our group chat before. It is a good question. They're all like, Anna, I'm so hungry, I'm dieting. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. Horrible. (laughs) Absolutely horrible of us to ask such a question. (laughs) Right. Moon Doggy smashed it. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for being Thanks, guys. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, incredible. Hope that was helpful to everyone. Um, I loved asking those questions and yeah. I find you incredible. Oh, love you lots. Love I'm going to do one for you, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Toodle pip. Bye.